0: Funnels are a hot buzzword going around in the market right now, but there's a reason it's a thing going on in the market right now. Head over to NHBusinessShow.com funnels to get started on yours. Do not miss out on the opportunity and the money that you could be making, implementing these into your business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the nam Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today I'm here with Kyle Kadish of Advantage Wealth Solutions. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Glad to be here.
1: Looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about you, your history, and the business. Sure. Um, Always had a passion for investing. Mm -hmm. I think I made my first couple of stock purchases in my mid to late teens. Mm -hmm. Um, And the money I saved from my paper route and mowing lawns and put it to use with an investment, trying to build an increased value. Uh, I've been in the financial services industry, registered as an employee um, for about, for over 15 years. And I've learned a number of things over that period of time. Uh, most importantly, the two ideas are that any investment you own should have some utility or purpose. Why do you own something? Is it to enhance your income? Is it to grow? Or is it to control the risk and reduce the risk of the overall portfolio? So that's point one. But point two, uh, it took a lot longer for me to understand this, is that the investable universe is much larger than just stocks, bonds, mutual funds and ETFs. And that's how I got to where I am today, focusing on those other areas. And what I continue to do with clients day in, day out, help them not just uh, find other opportunities to invest, but invest with purpose. Yeah. So
0: do you have the same issue I do when people say investment for literally everything and it kind of drives you a little crazy?
1: Uh, All right, Chris, (laughs) let me just take a guess here that they ask you, oh, well, what do you think of this stock? Or what do you think of that bond? Not even that, but they'll say something like, oh, that's a really good
0: investment to buy, You know either like a piece of clothing or you know their house and like oh this is a great investment I'm like that's not an investment you literally just bought something as a commodity and then you're just pretending it's an investment for And you
1: bring up the great idea that there are so many commodities out there sure yeah. certain items that you buy have greater value than others but a lot of that value is uh, an intangible to yeah. the owner of purchases themselves so yeah. yeah I see exactly what you're talking about
0: Yeah yeah that's so. pretty good so <laughs> Because that's something that just bugs me. I don't don't know why it bugs me, but just for some reason, thinking that you're gonna buy something and, you know, without the intent of, you know, again turning to make money on it, like, oh, this is a great
1: investment. I mean, it's not an investment. Well, to begin with, think of it. Um, or I always think of the house my wife and I have down in Wyndham, where. Um, a lot of generations before a lot of current individuals today think of we're putting our equity into this house We're putting down money for the down payment. We're paying the mortgage over time yeah. and hopefully that will you know, maybe we can cash out use financing to through a refinance a mortgage and have some extra cash to make improvements or maybe even use as a piggy bank and unfortunately um, That's what's gone. That's what a lot of the economic mess in 2007, 2008, 2009 was about. Yeah. And I think of our house in Wyndham more as a utility. We need to pay to live somewhere. We'd be paying to have an apartment. We'd be paying to have this house. We just know that we are hopefully having an investment yes we are increasing our equity every month when we pay it down the mortgage but over time yes um we hope to have that appreciate slightly yeah and then at a point in time when we leave that house um then can tap the equity for whatever we want to do with at that time yeah so yeah the whole idea of investing and uh it's a long term yeah proposition yeah Um, There are some great ways individuals have made money in very short time frames, but the variables involved with that are great and massive and nothing I would want to take the risk with.
0: Yeah. And like I said, a lot of times it's unknowns, it's chance, it's just you have no idea. They throw their money in expecting the guarantee, and sometimes it works and sometimes
1: it Let's use the word luck. Yeah. Uh, Whether it's I'm hitting black on the roulette wheel or the double zero, yeah, or maybe in the Powerball ticket. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> cool. so a little bit ago, you mentioned uh, there's different types of investing other than you know stocks, bonds, ETFs, all that stuff. So,
1: what else is there out there in the investment world? Yeah, um, the stock marketplace is great because it provides a liquid opportunity for investors to have access to invest in companies and be able to move in or out of companies any given time. And that's the purpose of the exchange. But there are a lot of investors that own real estate as an investment and not their primary residence where they leave, live, eat, and mm-hmm. sleep. But maybe they own a multifamily house, an apartment building with three or four units. Maybe they own, um, maybe it's a business owner who has the property where their business is located. Maybe they own a strip mall. And most of what I deal with actually are investors who have uh, an investment in real estate. Yeah, there are certain that's the easiest example to use. But then there are plenty of other companies out there that are not publicly traded that still. Are looking for investors. Um, There are some hurdles to become an investor. Your net worth needs to be over a certain amount, and then even with many of these investments, I talked earlier about the stock market and the exchanges being a very liquid marketplace. A lot of these other investments, you can't have immediate access to cash if you would need it. Yeah.
0: So that's actually a really good question because when you're dealing on the stock market or any of the exchanges or anything that. Um, you can pretty much just get them whenever you want, if you know how to, or if you have a broker doing it for you, but then you, you talked about, you know, accredited, uh, investors where you Good word. Bro- I didn't even mention it. Yeah. So way to go. <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> tiniest bits. And, but in those situations where it could financially be more lucrative, you need, you know, more to it. Is there a reason kind of for that? Differentiation? Yeah, a
1: lot of it comes down to not going to say it's because of regulatory pressure, Mm -hmm. but uh, as an advisor myself working with clients, I don't want to be able to i don't want to be taking money that could be used or should be used for something else Mm -hmm. so accredited investors someone who does have a net worth over a million dollars or do does have an income over two hundred thousand dollars on an annual basis and even those other investments that have less liquidity um it's just a piece of the overall portfolio yeah so uh, and just because these are assets that you do not have access to tab yeah. if needed.
0: Hmm, interesting. So I guess another cool little question that some people might not know because, like I said, I'm, I ask questions based on what I think the audience has no idea about because <laughs> typically I have no idea about. <laughs> um, so the difference between accredited and uncredited. Unaccredited. Yeah, (laughs) accredited, again,
1: um, if you're an accredited investor, you have assets totaling over, or a net worth totaling over a million dollars, and Mm. in that calculation you cannot include your primary residence. So if you have cash, if you have stocks and bonds and other investments, and then subtract any debt you might have, and it's greater than a million dollars, Congratulations, you are an accredited investor. <laughs> there are other uh, calculations as well. I mentioned the $200,000 annual income limit, and that's just for an individual who might be investing solely as that individual. Now, if it's as a husband and wife investing together, they would need either the million-dollar threshold of assets or a $300,000 income mm-hmm. level on an annual basis. Yeah, I'm assuming that's just
0: kind of... They're kind of making the assumption that if you have that much money, you probably know how to use it at least a little bit.
1: (laughs) And that's... A great assumption yeah um, as I say all the time you know I the there is value of advice in everything some yeah. advice is better than others but I encourage individuals to work with a professional in the yeah. financial services industry mm-hmm. there are many advisors available to them many advisors are looking for more clients yeah and um, you know some are better than others some have a different style of investing that might not agree with you so go out have a conversation with with a couple of different investors or a couple of different advisors and find one that works with you, not just personally, but uh, the investment belief as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's so. Yeah. So I'm going to take a quick second here, take a break for our sponsors. So everyone is hold tight. It is amazing what can happen when you have direction and focus. So I'm super excited that in the first month of my diet on Ideal Health System, I've lost 20 pounds which is really good. So by the end of the year, so I'm planning about eight months, I would like to lose about 120 to 140 pounds. Um, that'll put me back down around 220, which would be a great place for me to be better than where I am right now. You know? <laughs> um, so by October, well, I'm looking to hit my timeline, which is going to be fantastic. Maybe I can do a little faster as I get back in shape better. Um, but head over to ninchbusinessshow.com slash ideal to sign up for the system yourself. You can already see it's working. Um, we're still a little early on, so the the better physical changes will happen as we go. Um, but we're getting huge benefits already. I'm super happy with the program, and Stephanie's amazing. So if you want results, head over to slash ideal and get started. Yeah. So, however we want to get into this, let's uh, let's talk real estate then. Sure. That's, that's a passion of mine. <laughs> You know, because I own some property down in North Carolina. So, you know, I definitely like the the real estate conversation because it's it's fun. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) And
1: it's tangible so many people can
0: relate to it. Yeah. Because there's so many properties out there just generally that, you know, a lot of people have made a lot of money working in real estate and lost a ton
1: of money, too. You do see the cycle. Earlier this week, I had lunch with someone up in Laconia who has made his money three separate times because he lost it two of those times just oh, wow. due to economic cycles. Nothing uh, with his acumen or decision on the investments he made, just there are some other variables out there.
0: Hmm, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, so let's talk real estate then. Like, What do you got? So, well, <laughs> the fun part about real estate, um, You can be driving down the street and see a CVS in every town, and a lot of individuals don't know this, but CVS does not own the real estate where any of their stores are. Mm -hmm. Same is said for a lot of the post office buildings around the country, Um, other retail outlets, tractor supply store, whomever it might be and there are other investors around the country who actually own that property maybe it's one individual maybe it's a group of individuals and it, that's just one of the fun things that I work with is helping individuals find a property that meets their goals and objectives whether it's income or appreciation mhm that's pretty cool so so you're helping
0: pro- you're helping your clients find these properties and then i said how does the rest of that work. Well generally speaking. I mean, sure.
1: We'll and work. and <laughs> let me just say a disclosure here, Chris, because yeah. <laughs> I am not real estate licensed. Yes. Um I do not have my real estate license to practice real estate. Instead I have my securities registrations. Yes. I can do what another advisor does at any broker dealer firm. Mm-hmm. However, there are some investments out there that focus on real estate and that's where I spend most of my time. Yeah. I work with uh commercial brokers day in, day out, as well as residential brokers helping uh, them demonstrate the value to some of their clients with the tax code and ways they can hold on to their money longer and uh, make another investment in real estate
0: yeah okay so trying to figure out about that because a client finds property they like it they decide they want to either buy it as an investment or anything like that like and you're there just kinda help
1: the deal along, make sure things are flowing, like Yeah. So rather than stocks and bonds. Yeah. Which I have access to. Mm-hmm. But there are other managers out there who offer this real estate to the public. Yeah. They structure the deals already. So it's prepackaged. You as an investor or I might have access to a deal that has four different properties, one outside Indianapolis, one outside Atlanta and Dallas yeah. all around the country and they might be all be the same type store or a different store one might be a medical office urgent care type yeah. property and so that company has structured this deal with four different properties in it the investors I work with know exactly what they're buying where the properties are located Who the tenants are Mm -hmm. and what the forecasted income is, the financing on the deal is done, and over the next five to ten years, that's the investment for the client that that decides to invest in that portfolio.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a little better now because it's like. I keep thinking from where I am, where I would go out and buy a property, but they're not. They're, just, they're essentially putting up the money so that the person can buy the property, and then they get their return on it. Which sure, why
1: exactly. Okay. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to say it differently, um, <laughs> the asset manager will structure a deal. Let's say it's a yeah. property worth $5 million. Mm-hmm. I might be working with an investor, could be as little as 25000 or even up to that full $5 million. For round numbers, let's say it's a $5 million investor I'm working with. They'll take their $5,000, put it into that asset, and have a 10% interest in that property. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I get it now. Hope the (laughs) listeners didn't need to take too many notes as we went through that. I
0: think think as I get it, they're probably (laughs) way ahead of me and just getting upset that I keep asking the
1: questions.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Now, do you guys, um, for your brokerages, you only focus
1: on commercial properties Or do you do large residential kind of things as well? A great point. And um, it it runs the gamut. There's a lot of different property out there. Most that is available that comes to market is one of two different types. A lot of commercial triple net lease, Mm -hmm. what that means. And they're standalone properties. The triple net lease means that the tenant, whoever occupies that building, is responsible for all the maintenance, upkeep, utilities, and taxes on that property. Um, the other type of property that we see a lot of in my market are multifamily complexes I say complex because these are typically an area that has 300 plus units within one complex Um, there's a few different available on the market right now I'm just I used to live north of Boston on route 1 in Revere Mm-hmm. Um, you could see it's the old quarry if anyone is old enough to remember what that is um, and it that's the type complex it was an apartment building with I think there were 600 or so units in that oh, wow. property yeah. and they're all uh, Class A properties they'll have the clubhouse they'll have the fitness center the pool etc mm-hmm that's pretty cool because
0: that's the type of stuff I'm looking to get into later down the road. So we'll be, we'll be working <laughs> together later on.
1: <laughs> and, and as I say, it never hurts to start small. Yeah. Um, certainly those ha- who have made investments and have done very well started with an investment smaller many moons back. Yeah. It's something that happens <laughs> over time.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I like that there's a way to start as long as you're, you generally have enough income to do so. Right. So it's good. So I, I kind of like that because uh, just kind of from getting there is like there's almost, there's probably no limit to what you can invest in as long as, you know, there's a market for it and people want to invest there
1: generally. Exactly. Um, and that's what makes any market work. Yeah. There's a buyer and a seller that come together. Mm-hmm. They have a conversation on numbers. Who, uh, you'll buy this for X. You'll sell this for Y. Conversation back and forth. So X and Y end up meeting, and the deal happens. Yeah, hmm.
0: that's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So there's probably industry for everything. There's a there's a way to make money everywhere.
1: <laughs> there certainly is. Um, <laughs> the other fun thing, though, focusing on real estate, yeah. uh, happens to be the tax code. Oh, yeah, that's Um, changed. It it. it has. Um, Whether or not you like what happened in December, the whole purpose of the tax code and what Congress tries doing is uh, stimulating economic growth by making changes to the tax code. There has been a part of the tax code that's been around for nearly 100 years now that allows investors to not pay taxes if they sell a property as long as... They use those proceeds to buy another property. Yeah, I'll give an example. If maybe 50 years ago, there was um, an owner of a mill and he ran out of space. So he was selling his one mill mm-hmm. and buying another one that was larger.
0: Yeah.
1: It had a higher price point. So as long as he sold that... And the government decided, let's not punish you and prevent you from buying that better improved property. Mm -hmm. Instead, you don't need to owe us the money today. You can pay us when you eventually get out of the real estate that you own. And that's where a lot of my business comes from. Um, If there is a couple who owned a duplex or triplex And maybe they've owned it for a number of years. They've really enjoyed getting that cash flow. But they're older. They might not appreciate dealing with the toilets, tenants, and trash, (laughs) or the other um, active aspects of being a landlord. Maybe they're looking to retire and move away. Mm -hmm. Maybe their children aren't local, or don't have the bandwidth, and don't even want the property. Using this part of the tax code, that's where I work with a lot of individuals, so they can um, hold on to and maintain their net well net worth, continue letting it work for them, continue receiving an income, and rather than worrying uh, which client which tenant might be late on their month on their rent this month, it comes down to okay, which day do I need to go to the bank to deposit the income check? Yeah,
0: I like that. It's pretty good. I forget what that's called. I used to know all the all the terminology for those things. I 1031
1: forget. Exchange.
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, it, it's a very fun area. I actually yeah. talk a lot about fun with 1031, Chris. <laughs> and the like um, there. a lot of investors are familiar with it. Mm-hmm. They might not know how to apply it. Yeah. Accountants, lawyers, um, other financials I talk with as well are unsure how it works. <laughs> There's a phrase in the tax code that s- describes property as like-kind. As long as you sell a property for, that's held for business trade or investment and purchase a like-kind property used for business trade or investment, you can defer the taxes. Yeah. If you're buying, if you're selling a duplex, like-kind does not mean you need to buy another duplex. Like-kind simply means another Real piece of real property used for business, trade, or investment. So, quality and type don't matter. Hmm. If somebody owns raw land, they can sell the raw land and buy into commercial. Somebody could sell multifamily by industrial. They can yeah. sell office space and buy multifamily. Hmm. So, as long as the use remains the same, it qualifies.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. And again, it's something a lot of people probably don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome. So, yeah, so we're getting pretty close there to the end. Um, How do people reach out to you? You know, something you said today sparks with them. They want to talk to you.
1: Yeah. Best number. Um, You know, I I am not necessarily tied to my desk, but I have my phones forwarded uh, to my mobile at all times. But feel free to reach out to me toll free. 877-866-1031. Again, it's eight seven seven eight six six ten thirty thirty one. so that will reach me directly. Um, my website is really geared toward the 1031 exchange um, aspect yeah. of my business, and uh, it's not the prettiest site right now. I am mm-hmm. working on uh, updating that and making it a little more <laughs> functional, um, but the website there is AWS1031, so Advantage Wealth Solutions, aws1031.com.
0: Cool, awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us, and
0: I like how your phone number is 1031. <laughs> I think that's probably pretty planned <laughs> Never, just no. luck of the draw. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so. I got the phone
1: number first and then looked into it. Oh, what tax code is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much
0: for joining me. I learned a lot today and had a lot of fun going over you know some of this stuff.
1: Well, Chris, thanks again for having me. And listeners, uh, thanks for uh, spending some time with us today as well. Yeah. Cool,
0: thank you guys so much for watching. Um, We'll catch with you pretty soon. We're going to have the last word from our sponsors, and then I will catch you in the next interview. I'm going to read a review right from ZimVentures. I needed to completely revamp my event planning website and do it in a cost-effective manner. Rob provided fantastic insight while keeping my vision present in its entirety. I am not a tech-savvy person, and Rob held my hand the whole time so I could gain a comprehensive idea of what was going on and not feel overwhelmed while doing it. I would highly recommend his services, auto events. Now, head over to imagebusinessshow.com slash ZimVentures to check out Rob in Zim Ventures.